Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I'm so grateful for your interest and your support. This week we continue with our reflection on the ashes of Lent. Our theme is grieving as a community. Just as individuals, we can suffer wounds and we carry pain that needs to be grieved. As a collective as well, we suffer traumas, we are wounded, and collectively we need to find some way to express our grief so that we can, as a group, move toward healing. I'd like to share with you a little story that I think illustrates how we might go about this. It's a good role model. By 2010, the Austrian Catholic Church, like much of the Catholic world, was stunned by the extent of clerical sexual abuse. The Archbishop of Vienna, Cardinal Christoph Schönborn, decided to work with a reform movement called We Are Church to lead the community in a ritual of grieving at their cathedral, St. Stephen's. I think this is a wonderful example of how this kind of collective grief work can be accomplished. I'd like to read to you an account that was published in the London Tablet. The journalist, the reporter writes, as more and more people arrived and came forward to light candles, the main aisle became gently bathed in light, while the altar itself gradually disappeared behind a scented cloud as people lit incense grains on a huge wrought iron tray that had been placed immediately below it. The cardinal, dressed in a simple black cassock, walked unobtrusively down the main aisle accompanied by his vicar general and the cathedral priest, both wearing black suits and clerical collars, and by the initiators of We Are Church. The motto of the service was, I am furious, God. The service itself was intended as an invitation to abuse victims to talk about what they had experienced at the hands of their priest perpetrators, their injuries and disappointments, and to give them a chance to voice their fury. Their stories, which were disturbing and very moving, were interspersed with lament psalms and bidding prayers. The music was dramatically arranged to fit each lament with trumpet, horn, saxophone, and cymbal solos echoing from different corners of the cathedral. Cardinal Schoenborn began by reading out a long and dramatic admission of the church's guilt in the numerous cases of sexual abuse by priests. He said, We confess that some of us exploited the trust of children and destroyed it. We confess that some of us are guilty of causing the inner death of others. We confess that some of us are guilty of sexual violence. We confess that some of us stole the childhood of boys and girls and robbed them of the ability to successfully experience relationships. We confess that we covered things up and gave false witness. We confess that for some of us, the semblance of the church's impeccability mattered more than anything else. Later, the cardinal began his homily by saying, that in the present situation, preaching was hardly called for. Words spoken in a sermon could only prove embarrassing, but could hurt. Could not only prove embarrassing, but could hurt. Silence is what is called for. But not only the silence that occurred only too often, namely the silence of hushing up, of silencing others, the silence of not being able to speak. It should be the silence of Job's friends who fell silent when they saw how greatly he was suffering and just sat silently beside him. And turning to the victims, Schoenborn said, 
Thank you for breaking your silence. The Cardinal and the people of the Vienna Church were role modeling how we engage in collective grieving. Notice how they created a container. That is, they came together in an intentional time and place. They used symbols, the black clothing, inviting everyone to light a candle and offer incense, the sounds of musical instruments to represent lamenting. They used lament psalms and prayers. They directly named the wounds. And there was also the creative use of sacred silence. Now, in our culture and country, we could substitute the theme, which was sexual abuse, for any number of wounds that we as a people need to grieve. We have endured and inflicted on one another a frightening amount of trauma. This is the shadow side of our history, the trauma that we have put upon one another. And I think that because we haven't been able to collectively grieve, we're transmitting a lot of our unresolved pain to each other. I think this is one of the many complex reasons we see such polarization in our society right now. We have a lot of unprocessed hurt, and we blame each other for it. This has led us into a spiral of spiritual and sometimes physical violence that can seem at times ready to totally overwhelm us. I think we're just holding a lot of pain inside. And if we could start grieving, we just might cry buckets. And that would be very healing for us. For those of us in ministry and in leadership positions in our institutions, both secular and in the church, but especially the churches, and of course anyone who is intentionally making the spiritual journey, part of our task now is to help the collective to grieve. And I mean grieve until our foundations shake. If and when we can do that, we create an opening for God's healing grace. So I invite you to be discerning and open to how the Spirit will lead us and to open your creativity to how we might do this sacred work. And with that, let's go into a moment of meditation. <laughs> 